Welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. Forward to our Thursday night Facebook Lives. I've come to really enjoy these. I have a lot of exciting things to cover tonight. First of all, if you haven't yet, um, click the link either above or below. I'm doing a free summer party on Sunday, July 31st at 12 noon Pacific time. It's going to be super fun. We're going to have like trivia and prizes, and we're going to be featuring some of you guys, some of your tips, and also some of the members that have been standing out. So hi, Amy. Happy Thursday. Um, Also tonight, I was going to talk a little bit about frustration and motivation, because I think that's something that we all struggle with in dressage is there's like these super high highs and then the lows are very low. And so I'm going to talk about that tonight. Um, I have some updates from Patreon. And then, of course, I have some questions from you guys. So I'm looking forward to tonight's call. I hope that you guys have had a wonderful week. Let me know how the weather has been for you guys. It has been like crazy hot in some areas. It's been like not crazy hot here in California. I'm lucky because we're kind of close to the ocean. So we get a little bit of an ocean breeze at my barn in the afternoon, which is super nice. Uh, But I know some of you guys have had like in like Texas or my grandmother lives in Oklahoma. It's been like 110, like just crazy hot. Jackie says hot in Massachusetts. I know it's been super hot also in Europe. One thing that I do, the black mare that I ride, Natasha, she gets really hot. And I always say like that she's nocturnal. She likes to go in the dark. But at the horse shows, when it's hot, what we'll do is we'll get ice water with a little bit of alcohol, like pour a little alcohol in there. And then we'll um, sponge her off with the alcohol water right before she goes in the show ring. And you always want to make sure to scrape your horse off because otherwise the water just sits on their skin and gets like super hot. So that's one tip that might help you. Um, Also waking up super early, which I do anyways. I wake up at like um, 5 a.m. I try to wake up at 5 a.m. every day so I can work on my computer before I go to the bar. Okay, on to tonight's topic, which is about discouragement and frustration in your riding. So you know, I like, we all love our horses. We all want to ride. We all want to ride better. Of course, that's like one thing. I think we're all very type A and motivated people. And so this week I was watching on Clip My Horse, some of the European riders and their shows. And Jo Hinneman, my coach, he's in Europe right now. And he has a rider in Europe named Steffi. And she has this, I think the horse is like nine or 10 and is doing the developing Grand Prix. And she had like the most beautiful ride on that horse. Like there was so much energy and power 
in the entire test and she was able to really manage the horse and it looked like powerful but also super fluid and they were one with another and so i was watching this and i got like super inspired um and then with harvey i had my assistant film me on him on tuesday and like i came home and i watched the video and i was like really discouraged by how the video looked and i seriously like those feelings started creeping in about like, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be as good as, you know, those riders that we watch on TV and my horse doesn't look good. And I was kind of like depressed. And I, I don't know if you guys ever get like that, but it's like the way that your ride goes has such an effect on the rest of your day. Like if you have a really good ride on your horse, you're like super excited and you have like the best day. But if you have not a good ride on your horse, then at least for me, I don't know. I I need to get better about that. I guess that's why I have more than one horse so that like the ups and downs aren't so much. But anyways, I was feeling very frustrated about my ride and I was like super discouraged watching the video. And one thing that I really try to do when I'm frustrated or when I'm discouraged is that I think it's always important to recognize that when you get frustrated, that's when you're about to have a big breakthrough and learn something really important or get up to the next level. Because if you think about it, if you never get to that point, like if you never get frustrated, if you never get discouraged, then you're not really making progress. Like that's part of the cycle is like you have really good rides and you get better and you move up a level and then you get stuck and you like plateau or sometimes you even get worse again. And then in that frustration, you have this big breakthrough and you go up to the next level. And so I think that that is, like a really important when you're in that moment of like frustration and discouragement and like you just want to give up and you're not good enough is to recognize like that it's part of the journey and it's a good part of it because you're about to have a big breakthrough. Now that said, um, and I know Amy's here tonight, but for one of my courses right now, the rider position course we do on Tuesday night, Joellen, my mom, she actually hosts like a motivation group, which is just a group of people and they get together and they just, you know, help one another stay motivated. They talk about things. And so Joellen's internet wasn't working. And so like I went on the group and I was like, gosh, you guys, like I'm so depressed today. I feel like I should just like quit riding and I'm never going to be good enough. And so one of the students on there, Amy, she was like, yeah, you know, I feel that way too. And she was talking about how when she starts to get like when you're in the saddle and you start to get frustrated it's not a good thing because when you start to get frustrated then you're just riding from a place of frustration as opposed to riding from a place of like really thoughtfulness and mindfulness and so she was saying how she's been really working with her horse on like doing one thing and then taking a break rewarding the horse, petting the horse, and just like being really mindful of that, that it's not about the 
quantity. It's more about the quality. So more about quality, less about quantity. And so when I rode Harvey this morning, I tried to be like really mindful of that. And so I took like the picture in my head of what I saw on the video that I didn't like, which was basically what I saw in the video was that I was riding him front to back instead of from back to front. So like I had him too cranked in in his neck and I was like trying to manipulate too much his neck and I didn't have enough activity in the hind leg. So that was like my one goal for my ride today. It was like, I am going to get more activity in the hind leg. I'm going to ride him from back to front and I'm going to really focus on getting that quality and then stop reward and pet him. And if I start to get frustrated, I'm just going to like walk for a minute, do something different because um, there is that like fine line. Like I, I started out tonight being like frustration is good, right? Because you're about to move up to the next level, but you have to rationalize your frustration in the saddle. Like it's one thing to like be upset when you're watching your video or something, but when you're on your horse and you start riding through frustration, that's a different thing. So the other thing that is super helpful if you're getting frustrated in addition to video is always really helpful is lessons like having someone help you like I had my husband help me today and it's so important to have eyes on the ground because sometimes when you're on your horse like you can't see the forest from the trees and you get like obsessed about the wrong thing. Usually we get obsessed about the neck of our horse and we forget to ride the hind legs because usually if you get the hind legs and the back correct, then the neck kind of fixes itself. And so that's really important. Like if you're getting frustrated is try to get some help, watch some videos, um, have a lesson, have someone else ride your horse for a few times or do something different. Like we have a big jump arena in our at our barn. So a lot of times I'll like go in there, ride around the jumps or spend more time at the walk. But those are all um, really good things. And I think that dressage is a really hard sport. Like it's really hard. It's a really slow sport. Um, sometimes I like like with Harvey, too, like I was going back and watching some old videos and I was like frustrated. I was like gosh, like he looks better in the old videos than he does in my schooling session. And so I really had to study that and be like, okay, what is different? Like, how does he look different? Like, what's the difference? And how can I recreate that? So it's important to use your discouragement or your frustration and turn it into something positive and something productive that, um, that you can do. All right, let's see who's here in the chat. Linda says, oh, that's super advice. Um, great advice. Uh, yes, Linda, the exercise you gave us, react and reward. So that's really important is like dressage is all about get a reaction, reward your horse. Get a reaction, reward your horse. So many times we forget to reward our horses. And that is like, the more you reward your horse, the more they're going to want to do it. But the reward has to be like immediate and obvious. Um, Lori says, I take a lesson once a week and would love more as they are so inspiring. Yes, if you have a good teacher, 
and it just like it makes the world of difference. Lori, hi, guilty frustration and getting the hind legs. I also stopped taking deep breaths and I can't help my horse if I'm frustrated. Yes, breathing is a really good technique to help if you're frustrated. Um, and it's hard, like, you know, it's hard not to just ride the neck of your horse because that's what you feel in your hands. And, and our brain signals are very much like brain to hand, brain to hand. And so you end up just cranking on your horse's neck and that doesn't really resolve the problem. Um, Christy, my coach, tells me just focus on the basics of the training scale when I get frustrated. Um, so I work on rhythm and relaxation, and then maybe I'll go back to that. Yeah, that is absolutely such good advice. When you start to get frustrated, rhythm and relaxation. And rhythm and relaxation also helps you remember to breathe. So that is a great advice. Um, hi, Cheryl. Someone else says I'm guilty for too much focus on the front end. <laughs> Dressage is frustrating, but slowing down and little wins leads to improvement. Um, Nicole, if it's hard to access a dressage teacher, can we make progress on our own with online resources like your videos? I love them, by the way. Yes, absolutely. If you don't have a teacher, then for sure, watching videos, I think it's also really, really valuable if you can get video of yourself and then compare that to like what you see in videos on YouTube. For sure, that is super, super useful. And I think it's important to learn in a variety of ways. So like having an in-person lesson is great. Like that is probably the best but it's also really, really good to complement your in-person lessons with watching top riders. That is huge because when you watch top riders and really study what they're doing, it actually mimics the same brain signals in your brain. So that is really good. Um, watching educational videos because when you're riding, you have to be focusing so much on the moment like you have to be feeling what's happening in the moment and so it's really important like if you've studied an exercise beforehand and you bring that knowledge in your brain into your ride then you can do it more i also think it's really important that you have lessons but it's also really really important to be able to ride on your own. And I encourage this for all of my students. Like I, I love all of you guys so much. I love all of my clients, but some of them, like they want a lesson every single day. And I got to the point where it's like, no, like you're riding one day a week on your own because you learn so much also by riding on your own and trying to figure things out on your own where you don't have an instructor in your ear telling you what to do. And when you go down the center line in the show ring, you don't have an instructor. And if you become too reliant upon someone telling you all the time what you should be doing, then you don't develop your feel enough. And so you need to be feeling what you should be doing. And I think that is like super important. So anyways, Thank you guys for listening to my motivation and frustration spiel. And I think that's what's so awesome about the online community that we have, like on Amelia's Dressage Club and on YouTube is 
I know that when you guys are frustrated that you can reach out and like post something and ask for help and people are going to help you because we've all been there, right? Like we've all been where you're just like, okay, I'm just going to quit. Like I suck. I'm terrible. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm going to quit. But then, you know, that usually doesn't last very long because I think that riding and horses is like such an addiction. So that kind of like happened with me this week with Harvey, where I was like, I suck. I'm just going to give up. But then I was like, no, like I love to ride there. If I don't ride, it's like, yeah, it's not a good thing. So also you guys that are here, be sure to subscribe. The link is above or below. I'm doing a party on Sunday, July 31st. It's just going to be a fun party about horses and riding. I've been making trivia questions. I have some tips from you guys, like some of the top tips and top posts I'm going to be showing. We also have some giveaways. I think we're giving away um, a visualized shirt and probably some hats. So tag your friends. You can tag them even here if you're in the chat. Tag your friends, invite your friends, and please come to the summer party. I'm not very good at having fun, but I'm going to try my best for you guys <laughs> to have a party because we all love horses and we want to celebrate. Okay, what else? Oh, the other thing. If you guys are part of my Patreon, I posted on there a voiceover ride on my horse Kensington. Um, on the Patreon channel, I post a lot more like behind the scenes stuff. So if you're on Patreon, check that out. It's a lot of people like when I do like riding voiceover videos. So I may be doing more of those in the future. And we have time for a few questions. Okay, so one person, I was telling my assistant, I always get questions from you guys about square halts. How do you practice? How do you get your halt square? And I was telling her, um, I was telling my assistant, I was like, I think everyone has like a lot more things they should be worrying about than their square halts. And she was like, you should do a video on that. And I was like, yes, I should. So here's the thing about square halts is that the more that you obsess over your square halt and the more that you pick at your horse and like try to fix like this foot and that foot and like it gets worse. So don't pick at your square halts. I think that if you're struggling with your square halts, it's better to really focus on the connection and the engagement because Here's the thing, if you're like trotting along and your horse is super round and they're super engaged and they're super connected, then your halt is way more likely to be square. But if you're trotting around and your horse is like hollow and they're above the bit and you can't even do a trot walk trot transition and keep your horse on the bit, then there's not really any point in working on your square halt. The other thing that, um, I wanted to point out about halts is that halts are one of the only movements that you have to do like from intro level all the way up to Grand Prix. I guess halts and the walk, those are like two of the movements that you have to do from the beginning all the way to the end. And I think it's important to remember that the standard for a halt at the Grand Prix level is very different than the standard for a halt at a training level test. So at training level, like 
usually you're riding a young horse or a green horse because that's what training level is all about. And so, you know, if you can get straight down the center line, you can take a few walk steps into and out of your halt. If your horse stands more or less on the contact and is more or less square, you're going to get a decent score. The standard at the Grand Prix is obviously much higher because you need to come in, you need to canter, you need to collect the canter, you need to halt square, and then out of the halt, you need to immediately go to the trot. So um, the halt certainly is a test of your training. Like you can learn so much just the way the horse goes down the center line, halts and trots off is very telling about how the rest of the ride is going to go. And that's why every single test starts and finishes with a halt, because it's a test of straightness. It's a test of engagement. It's a test of connection. It's not just about the halt. It's about like all of your fundamental work. And so I think it's like super important. Like, yes, by all means, you should practice your halts. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't practice your halts. But if you're having a problem in your halt, it's a symptom of a bigger training issue. So like if your horse won't stay on the contact in the halt, then you need to try to fix that somewhere else. Like you need to fix that in your trot walk trot transitions. Because if you just start harassing your horse about it at the halt, then um, it's going to get like your horse is going to get all fidgety and upset about it. So that's my feel on halts. I'm going to film a video because clearly it um, <laughs> it has hit a point there. I hope that that helps you though, seriously, because um, yeah, you, you can upset your horse a lot. If you pick at the halt too much, especially on a sensitive horse, then they'll just start fidgeting all the time. Okay. What other questions do we have? Um, Suggestions on keeping a horse in front of your leg. I'm riding a lazy gelding. So in front of the leg, transitions, transitions, transitions. Like go, take your leg off, come back. Go, take your leg off, come back. It's also really important if you have a lazy horse that you take your leg off more so that when you put your leg on, it actually has meaning. Uh, okay, Laura, I have trouble with the dreaded bend. I'm still not sure I understand what I need to do to set it up. Okay, this is a good question. Bend. Bend in your horse. Where do we start? If you want your horse to bend to the left, how do you start getting your horse to bend to the left? I bet some of you guys are thinking, oh, left rein. And then you're thinking, no, not the rein first. <laughs> so the bend always starts from your inside leg first. If you're like, say you're going right and you're going to change to the left, the first thing you want to do is you want to put your left leg on and kind of like leg yield your horse over to the right. So you're basically moving your horse over to the outside aids. And when you feel your horse go to the outside, then your outside leg is behind the girth and your outside rein is there by the withers so that that kind of catches your horse. Your inside leg like shoves your horse's ribs into your outside aids. And then your outside rein and leg actually start to create that bend. Then your inside rein is just kind of like a blinker. So like your inside rein is just vibrating on the corner of the horse's mouth and asking that horse to, to look in the direction that they're going. 
but the bend always, always, always starts from your inside leg. And then once you create that energy from the inside leg, you receive it into those outside eights. So, um, yeah, it's tricky though. And especially like getting your horse to really bend in the body and in the rib cage is a really, really hard thing. And particularly as you move up the levels, it gets harder and harder when you start needing to do like shoulder in, haunches in, half pass, like all of that stuff, it gets even more complicated. So um, let's see, Donna, how do you get to Patreon? There should be a link. Um, I think it's in the description, either above or below, but it's patreon.com forward slash Amelia Newcomb dressage. And yeah, it's, I post a lot of behind the scenes stuff there. And it's also a way that you guys can give me like a little tip jar for all the free content that I post. I'm thinking about on, if you guys have watched my YouTube channel, I post a new video every Wednesday and this Wednesday was about elbows. That was kind of a fun one to do following elbows such an important part of contact. But I'm thinking about turning off all the ads. If you guys watch YouTube and you notice how ads pop up when you go to watch my YouTube videos, and I do get like some money from that, but it's also getting really annoying because I'm getting targeted by all my competitors. So I'm thinking about turning off those ads so that you guys just get my content and you don't have to watch other people's content. So anyways, um, what else? I think that's about it for tonight. I hope that you guys are all planning on coming to the party because it's going to be super fun. We're going to have some prizes. We're going to have some trivia. I've been working really hard on the trivia questions. And I think that I came up with some good ones, some interesting ones. So that will be fun. And I'm also going to be featuring many of you guys because you guys are like seriously, so inspiring. I love hearing all of your guys' stories and watching your successes. Um, like, especially my students that are in my courses, you guys have been sending me in videos and I truly love to see your guys' videos and see your progress and listen to your questions. It really, really helps me out. Um, one thing we're also gonna be talking about at the end of the party is, I have like a monthly membership with many members in it and I'm working on like totally revamping it. I have a lot of like awesome content, awesome workshops, um, more guest speakers, more Pilates and workout sessions because that is such an important part of your writing. But I'm really dedicated to giving all of you guys the tools and the resources that you need so that when you get discouraged in your writing, that you have something to go to, that you have the education, that you have the support, both in and out of the saddle that you need to make that progress and stay motivated. And when I first started out this whole online thing, I really honestly didn't believe that it would work, but it does work. And it is like so amazing to see you guys and to see your progress and to answer your questions and just to be a part of this journey together because we're all in it together we may be at different points in the journey like you might just be starting out riding you might be riding the fei but what what is remarkable to me um like for my rider position master class i had a group of students and they were all they've all been submitting videos and whether you're like a beginner rider or an fei rider 
you have the same problems and you can learn so much from one another. It might be way more obvious with a beginner rider, but at the FEI, you're still working on refining the same stuff because dressage is all about basics. And that's one thing, like going back to my story at the beginning of tonight with Harvey is when you start to feel frustrated, when you're having problems with your movements, like if you're having a problem with a half pass or a flying change or whatever, it's because your basics aren't good enough. And if you're just drilling the movements over and over again, and you forget about the basics, you know, the quality of the gates, the connection, the engagement, the suppleness, go back to that stuff, and then the movements are going to get there. So my point being is that we can all learn from one another, regardless of the level. And if you're more of a beginner rider, seeing the more advanced rider, seeing what they're working on is also really valuable because it shows you how important it is at the basic level that you get those basics installed so that later on when you're riding half passes and flying changes and all of that stuff, if your basics are good, it's going to be a lot easier. So Anyways, I just really love working with all of you guys and being a part of your journey. And thank you all for being a part of mine. I'm going to go to the gym. I did a Pilates session with um, some of my students on Sunday. So that was super fun. And yeah, take care of your bodies, you guys. It's the only place you have to live. I love that quote. Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. I have been trying to be more dedicated about my own fitness and my own routine. So I'll be here next Thursday and I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope that this was inspiring to you guys and I hope it also helps you. I try to be super real with you guys and, um, you know, it's not all just rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> sometimes it is, but sometimes it isn't. And it's important to know that so that we can all be there to support one another and lift each other up, give each other that motivation and encouragement on a day that you are not feeling so good um, because we've all been there. So anyways, thank you all. Have a good evening. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.